Drop the subject. On the new channel Q, yes, that's us. I'm Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill is here with me. Still. Yet again, yes. And um, I'm excited about today. We have a lot going on. There we do. a star-studded show. I don't... I mean, there's, there's me one and there's star, and there's someone else that hasn't been on the show, but don't let it go to their head. <laughs> Kendrick Sampson from Insecure will be joining us in the show today. He'll be stopping by to hang out with us and talk about a new initiative that he is launching, but also talk about his wild success in TV and film that I never had. And his complete unugliness. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I want to pitch this to him. Well, not pitch it to him, but I want to talk to him about, you know, how everybody has. Like a lot of people get asked, if you were going to go straight again, who would you go straight for? You would go straight for Kendrick. I Samson? would go straight for him. How does Katie feel about this? Uh, she doesn't know. Oh well, she knows. We now. think we can call her. If you okay, want. we can bring it up, and I can get the okay <laughs> from Kendrick. I mean, if we want to go that direction, if, we can. I, th- this has already taken quite the detour. I'm just, uh, I'm yeah. just saying. Like, I, I, if I think of threesome scenarios, I usually think of another girl. But if it was well, him, I'd be like, lesbo. oh yeah. Okay. But if it was, if there was a guy ever in the picture, it would be somebody like Kendrick. I okay. I I don't know that we need to bring that up in the interview. Why? But, do you think he's going to get upset? You know what? Why would he get upset? Let your freak flag fly. Okay, yes. I will. Uh, speaking of coming out, there is a new person who came out yesterday, pu- very publicly, and we must talk about this because you you were not here when we did this, Jarrett, but we did something called a gay draft a few months ago, I believe, Okay. and we guessed and predicted who we think is going to come out in 2019. Oh, we drafted a, a male Mike celebrity. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. See, you can throw your hat in the ring here. I think that we should have done politician, but we mainly did a, a male actor, a female actress, a fictional character, and oh. somebody dead. So you certainly didn't see this fictional character coming. No, this one I didn't. Actually, the fictional character that I came up that I picked was Jafar, <laughs> because I was like, because he is Aladdin so movie? gay. Yeah, that's really. And I was funny. like, the Aladdin movie's coming out. He's gonna come out. I think that I think that he just wants Jasmine for a beard. I well, I always thought Scar was gay. Oh, Scar is very gay. A lot of the villains seem very gay. We have a lot gay. of drafts here. Is anyone keeping track of this? Because we did the celebrity baby name draft. I think that Justin should be writing this stuff down, but I don't know if he is. So so no, we're not yeah. keeping track of uh, any well, of these drafts. Well, I think that we do have a, 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 a written down... Uh, I'm sure there will be there someone some... that will tweet us and say, no, this yeah. is what you said. Okay. Well, well the, the point is that we draft these, and then if we, as these stories come out, we say, oh, I get points, and I get points, and then I don't really know who keeps track of the points and right. who really wins, but it's just fun to play along, right? The dead celebrity that I picked was Susan B. Anthony. You thought, what did you pick her for? To come out, because... If How you, does that work? Okay, Mr. Rogers came out as bisexual after his death, post-mortem. Because some of these like interviews and things get unearthed, and it's like, oh my God, Adolf Hitler actually had a boyfriend. You know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So they kind of come Is out. Is that how you said it? when you found out? Oh my God! Oh my God! Some just happy for him. That's no, funny. no, no, he sucks. But I think that. <laughs> so we're clear. <laughs> we're, we're clear. I think we're clear on the fact that Hitler sucks. But there are a lot of historical figures and celebrities that even in their death, you find out things that you may not have known about them before, and then they kind of come out. Right. So, there was a fictional character that came out yesterday. It was all over the internet. And I don't know 
if people do your friends send you certain like if a big story breaks do they text it to you and things anything like to that? do with melania trump always ends up in my inbox okay so i think you and i are different people because every time a cartoon <laughs> comes out somebody texts it to I me i mean if there's a good meme it'll get circulated with anything but like considering my history anything melania is definitely going to fill yeah, my yeah, box yeah 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 because you blo- broke the melania trump plagiarism story right yes so i got text messages from three different people yesterday about this and it does not get me any points because it was not Jafar though I wish it was (laughs) but here is who came out and this without further ado is closet watch oh there's a sound that was dramatic yes (laughs) that startled me okay Arthur the kids TV show the little cartoon about the the rat getting into shenanigans his teacher, Mr. Ratburn, Nigel Ratburn, came out of the closet and got gay married on the season, the 22nd season premiere last night. Jesus. Why is Arthur still in school? Like, and this is his wedding. Daddy's his sister, then. Who is Mr. Ratburn marrying? <laughs> Who is Mr. Ratburn marrying? And then Mr. Ratburn comes walking down the aisle with another rat man. I think the real question that we need to answer is why Arthur is still in school. Like, what is he studying? <laughs> I know he has glasses. He's supposed to be smart. I mean, <laughs> that's how that works, clearly. <laughs> um, yikes. Okay, well, cool. Good for Mr. Ratburn. Yeah, good for Mr. Ratburn. Um, you know, I think that now you can't say you've got a rat problem because you're like, oh, really? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Rats can marry anyone. Everyone's I don't give a rat's offended. ass who you marry. I see what you did there. Okay. I see what you did. So I'm very happy for Mr. Ratburn. So are the people, and so is the internet. Well, congratulations, Mr. Ratburn and Arthur's court. I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> um, we hear the music playing. That means we got to take a quick break. But when we come back, my dad is here in studio. We're going to play a game called Family Food. He has no idea what it means, which means it's going to be fun for me. Uh, all that's coming up right after this break. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q on Radio and Radio.com. Drop the Subject. All right. Let's have some fun. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, uh, Ginger Justin is out on vacation. We have Sam, producer Sam, hanging with us. So thank you for being here. We also have in studio right now, Jared's dad, who I met just moments ago and he introduced himself as Jared's dad. So I don't even know your name, sir, but welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you got to talk, Dad. This is the radio. I know it's radio. Yeah, he's slow playing it, Jared. Radio. My <laughs> my dad is. I I said to you before, my dad is the biggest ham I've ever met. Please, any extroversion I have in my personality comes from him. Please. And then you put him in front of a microphone, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm good." And I'm You're, like, "Well, I, I would like to try and bring out your." more outgoing side Jared's dad it'll take I hope about, you can feel comfortable it'll take about three minutes and then it will be trying to get him off the air well three that's, whole minutes. that's yeah. perfect so I don't know much about you I've only just met you moments ago but I Jared has informed me that you both have a common interest of cuisine mm-hmm. both enjoy eating both enjoy trying different cuisine right yes we're going to a hot dog place after this called dirt dog oh the place I told oh, you bl- about from last week <laughs> I sent him a picture. He was like, uh, can we do that on Tuesday? And I was like, yes. We can yes, do that yes, we absolutely can. Are <laughs> yes. you going to get the fried Oreos afterwards? Maybe. Okay. I might, yeah. Are you going to be more sober this time than you were last time? 
I well, I'd only had one thing at the at the party oh, that okay. I was at, so it All wasn't right. like I was really feeling it. Okay, well, the 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 I was more trajectory of, of places that you went made me think that there was drinking involved. Oh no, yeah, I wasn't really drunk okay. so All much right. as I was just like really just over it. Okay, well, you and your dad are going to be battling right now in a game we like to call family food. <laughs> it's family feud, like but family food. food. There you oh, go. Okay, that's what we did. <laughs> this music is so good. <laughs> so here's how it's going to work. Jared and Jared's dad, you both should have some kind of a buzzing or bell device in front of you, right? That's his. That's mine. Okay. So I will give you a question. You must buzz in with the top answer. If you get the top answer, you will get one point. If you do not get the top answer, the other person will have a chance to steal. And get the top answer. Oh, it's like Family Feud. Yes. <laughs> Go fig. <laughs> the first one to reach five points is the winner and the official food expert of Channel Q. Oh, okay. Okay. There's so is a lot he gonna get like? Here. Is he gonna get like a nameplate if he wins? Sure. I don't even have that. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll print it on a T-shirt. Okay. So if I win, do I get a segment every Tuesday? No. Okay. Yes, you can call in every not, Tuesday. Just I'm saying that I'll right come now. Down. I'll fly down. You okay. see, it's already worn off. It doesn't have it's to be in person. Already worn off. <laughs> we we have a phone, Dad. We can just call in. Yeah. Yeah. So, we can okay. FaceTime. So you're gonna give us a category, and we're gonna get what now? Uh, sure there are no categories. Okay. This is all food-related questions. Okay. So there is a top answer for each one of these. There are secondary and third answers and whatnot, just like on Family Feud. Okay. But I want you to guess the top answer of each of these questions. Got it. So okay. it's not like Jeopardy. No, no. it's not okay. like Jeopardy. No. Which is our game. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do it. Well, I was trying to do Jeopardad, but that didn't come <laughs> I'll together. I'll take ribeye for so. 500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take ribeye for 500. Yeah. No. All right, so here's just a practice question, okay? Practice question. This won't count for anything. Okay. This will just get everybody in the right mindset, all right? And I have these sounds <laughs> to indicate who's right and who's wrong. I'm thrilled about I have this. the power. Yeah. Here we go. Question, uh, practice question. What is the top selling food at a stadium? Jarrett. Hot dog. Hot dog is correct. Hot dogs are the baseball stadium staple. They first became popular in the Chicago World's Fair in 1893. He's complaining about his buzzer. My bell's defective. Just hit the Do you guys want to share a bell then? No. (laughs) Yeah. First one to the bell. Just just hit, hit it. Okay. There you That's go. It's barely ringing. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, and you, Jarrett, I know that you're on the other side of this table. So if you see that he buzzes in first, you need to be honest. I'll be honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> number two was nachos. Number three was pretzels. And number four was peanuts. Okay. Okay. I don't know why churros are not on this list, but moving on. Here is the official first question. Are you ready? I think so. Yeah. I'm ready. What is the most consumed beverage in the United States? You, you rang Did it you, already. Uh, you better have a good one, too. Okay, Jarrett's dad. That would be beer. Oh, <laughs> that is not correct, the unfortunately. Most, the most consumed beverage, beverage in the United States, States is yeah. water. Well, you can't, you already guessed wrong. <laughs> you can't, you I had can't to give guess you one. another one. You know, I, I was, I, well, I was I thinking water, one. but I feel like water might be too easy. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say water. Wrong is it like, again. Is it like Coke or something? No, close. It is coffee. Oh. Humans, uh, well, any given person in America contain, uh, consumes about 88.8 gallons per year of coffee, followed wild. by carbonated sodas, tea, then water, what? then beer. 
That's crazy. It both, is crazy because I don't of, drink coffee. I, I don't drink a lot of coffee either, yeah. It's crazy because you do not drink coffee. That's yeah. the only it reason that's, that's crazy. That's the only okay. reason it's crazy. Okay. Okay. So we're both, we're 0 for 0, I guess? You both are tied at zero. Okay. Question number two. What fruit contains the most protein? Jarrett. I have no idea. I was just trying to beat him on the phone. Just name any fruit. Um, what fruit contains the most protein? The highest protein fruit. Well, it's obvious that the answer is is lingering in your brain. Very clearly, the banana. That is incorrect, oh, Jared's man. dad. You have a chance to steal. Chance to steal. Take Apples. all day. Apples. It's also very wrong. You guys suck at this. Okay. Thanks. The third the third answer is apricots. I'm the as second good as he apricots? is avocados and the most protein filled fruit is guavas. guavas. Oh, come on. Okay. Don't get mad at guavas. They're come just sitting on. there on the list, okay? Question number three. We're still at zero zero. It'd be great if someone got a point. I don't appreciate your laughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the world record for most hot dogs ever eaten in ten minutes? You could this is the closest without going over now. Jarrett? In ten minutes, the person ate twenty-five. <laughs> okay, but that's not now now Jarrett's dad, you have a chance. Closest 20. without going over? We're 50? doing this person right. Okay. No. That Jarrett's dad is the closest without going over. The world record right now, and I have actually met and hung out with this guy, Joey Chestnut, at 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. No he bested his world record of 72 hot dogs and then previously 69 hot dogs. So I think his mouth just keeps getting bigger over time. Wow. Great. So Jarrett's dad has one. Jarrett has zero. Do you want us to keep calling you Jarrett's dad or do you want to be Marlon? I like Jared's dad. I like Jared's dad. All right. Dad. All right. Like that's fine. Okay. She can call me Marlon off the air. So. Okay. <laughs> that's your, your stage name is Jared's dad and will forever be. Okay. This is the last question before we take a break. Okay. Uh, most dangerous food to eat while driving? Most dangerous food to eat while driving? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's Can really no hard. one think of any food? The most dangerous food to eat while driving is a hamburger. I was going to say that. Probably what I was thinking too. Okay, Jarrett's dad has hamburger. What are you gonna say? You can't say hamburger, also. Oh, um, an ice cream cone. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Actually, I'm gonna give that point to Jarrett's dad as well because hamburger is on the list at number four. Number three is chili. Number two is tacos, and number one is soup. All right. Um, Soup is harder to eat than. Than a hamburger? Yeah, you need two hands for sure. Well, I was gonna say that seems like it should be number one. He got. He didn't get that point. Uh, okay, so what's our score? So we're changing the rules. It's two. Okay, well, it's one to zero if you're going to No, it's, it's two to zero. It's two I'm to losing. zero. But and the we're exciting playing to five. conclusion is coming up. Yes, uh, we're going to be back in just about five minutes. And coming up next hour. Oh, sorry. Coming up next hour. <laughs> That's wrong. It's going to be four minutes. It's three to nothing. Yes, uh, we're going to finish playing Family Food. Then News It or Lose It is going to be coming up. And Kendrick Sampson is going to be here next hour. You're listening to Drop the Subject on Channel Q. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. We are in the middle of I would say close game, but it's really not. First of all, family food. I'm right here. I can hear with you. With Jarrett Hill and Jarrett's dad. Uh, thank you very much, Jarrett's dad, for joining us. It has been a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure's all mine. And I, I hate to spoil anything, but I think you might be oh, the official food mascot Is of Channel yet? Q. <laughs> Are you going to just pout because you're not doing well? Here we go. Let's continue. Can right. I get this game show music again, Sam? Family food part two. Where we left off, 
It was Jarrett's dad, two. Jarrett, zero. We have a couple more questions here to get through. And I had a rapid-fire bonus round prepped in case this was actually a close game. I don't know if we'll need it, but that is to be determined. Here is question... you're having way too much fun with this. Here is question (laughs) number four. What is the most common type of kitchen accident? Oh. Who was that? I know that. Was that That Jarrett's dad? Okay. Jarrett's dad, go ahead. Getting cut by a knife. Getting cut by a knife. What do you say, Jarrett? I was going to say getting cut by a knife, too. I will... I'll make this a little more complicated. Okay. Getting cut by a knife while cutting what type of food? What, Jared? A tomato. No. Jared. A bagel. It's a bagel. <laughs> I know that. Jared, Jared, Jared I learned that on staff. QVC. That would be potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. All right. I will give you that one, Jared. Uh, it's a bagel? It is a bagel. Cutting bagels is the I number one. I love this one, game. It's the number one kitchen accent, accident, followed by spilling something in the kitchen and then tripping on it. I actually learned this on QVC because they were selling a bagel cutter years and years ago. Don't ask why I was watching. Well, this, uh, this and article And they said it was the number one thing. Foodnetwork.com, so yeah. Holla. Uh, all right, next question. Go me. <laughs> you got one. You're I so, love this bell. You're relishing in your victory. <laughs> Pun intended. Okay. Mm. Question number five. Which food group causes the most gas? That was his little like, sad bell. You're hitting it the wrong way. Yeah. There you there go. You That's go. it. Jared's dad. What's what your do food you think? group? That would be beans. That's not a food group. It is a group. group. Well, that, that, it's I, my I will take yeah. that answer. We, we're going to make it a food group. Um, I would say, what are the food groups? Like fat, protein. Um, that would be the starch. one with all the, <laughs> the one with all the vegetables in it. Okay. I am, Vegetables. I mean, technically, you're both wrong, but I would I would actually give that to Jarrett's dad because the second on the list is beans and legumes. Third on the list is vegetables. I feel like First, this is rigged with the Russians. For, <laughs> why are you blaming the Russians for everything? <laughs> it's so much easier. To do it that. is easier. The number one is dairy. Most people are allergic to it. It gives oh, them gas, trouble well, to one. digest, and whatnot. Well, gas, bladder root, Putin. So. Okay. <laughs> That's the kind of personality you, we need for I was our food say, expert. I, I told you this; it was going to wear off very quickly. The uh, shyness like is it. completely gone. He's here. Okay, so it's pretty much three he is cracking to one. Himself is that, the, up is right that now. the current score, Sam? I think it is three to one. Right? <clears throat> okay. I'm going to give you one more chance to actually tie this game. Okay. okay? This is going to be the rapid rapid fire bonus round. Okay. Basically, I'm going to give you a task, or I guess a question. And you must alternate answers. The first person who cannot think of another answer loses. Okay, we're going to alternate answers. It'll all make sense in a moment. Okay. Name a song with the words with with food or drink in the title. Jarrett, you're first. Um, with food or drink in the title. Yes. Um. Uh. uh, The chicken dance. (laughs) Okay, that's one. All right, Jarrett's dad. Funky chicken. Funky chicken, all right. Chicken we, and chicken. The two black guys in the room would say chicken. <laughs> Jesus. Of course. Okay. Jarrett? Another one? Yeah. Oh, You keep oh. going until you can't go anymore. Oh, okay. Um, Anything with beer from country music. Uh, <laughs> my, that doesn't count. My truck and a beer. That's, no. <laughs> That's you are thing. such, you're so that, bad at this. Jarrett's dad, if you can name one more, you are the winner. Time is up. Oh, come on. <laughs> One more? One more? I, that's um, really hard. food or drink in the title? Food or drink in the title? Um, 
Yeah, I think. Oh. Sorry. That's Jared's hard. Jared's dad still wins because you were ahead. I was giving you, Jared, <sighs> yeah, the chance to, to catch up. But okay, we- I would have accepted American Pie. Oh. Sugar, sugar, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Red, red wine, strawberry fields, put the lime in the coconut. Lime in the coconut. She's my bread and butter. All of those would have worked. Yeah, they weren't playing that on the station. Or I silence, when I which is <laughs> what you went, through, went for. Uh, all right. Well, Jared's dad, you are the official winner of Family Food. How yeah, do you this feel? Is so fun. I feel great. I mean, I'll be here next Tuesday at 1230. No, yeah. you won't. My next segment. Yep. I think that Jared's, Jared's dad should be a regular on the show. I really appreciate you coming by, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope you uh, enjoy the lunch that you're going out for after this, which contains hot dogs, the most the, the most but, popular stadium food. Yeah, congratulations, Dad. I'm so happy Thank for you. you. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> that sounds for me. nothing but genuine. <laughs> thanks for having me. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we've got News It or Lose It, where Allie's got the headlines, I've got the votes, and you get the news. Plus, we're only 30 minutes away from the star of Insecure and The Flash. He is Kendrick Sampson. He's going to be here. You're not going to miss it. You're listening to Channel Q on the new radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. All right. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. We continue on. Not with Jared's dad, the winner of Family Food. We just got measly little Jared here who can't name a song that begins with the food or drink in the title. I don't feel safe here. Um, I, feel I am like ridiculing you. I'm sorry. The past <laughs> is the past. Okay, we move forward. The pasta is the past. Oh, uh, see, there you go. I should have asked for food. food puns. Exactly, yeah. We could have done that all day. But. <laughs> all right, without further ado, news it or lose it. Here we go. Drop the Subject presents... News it or lose it. I will read off some headlines, and Jared, you will decide what we news and what we lose. What we news, we will get into at the top of the next hour, and what we lose, we will not get into at all. Okay, I think I can figure that one out. Right. After my fail in the last segment. (laughs) All you have to say is news it or lose it. Can you handle that? I think I can take it. All right. Headline number one. Woman separated from newborn overeating a bagel. Uh, what? I know. Uh, I actually have not read anything except the ti- the headline, so I don't know anything about this, and I wish I could clear up a few things for you, but I cannot. Yeah, let's lose it. <laughs> okay. Headline number two. Did you hear? Gossiping could be good for you. Oh. Well, that makes this job a lot more fun. Right? Uh, let's news it. Okay. I'm down to news that as well. Headline number three. NASA wants $1.6 billion to send a woman to the moon by 2024. <laughs> Is it like a specific woman? Like, I mean, uh, sure, why not? Okay, to me, this is too little, too late. But well, I was going to say one point six billion a, seems like a lot of money. That story they had a couple uh, months ago, like maybe a month ago, about them not having the right spacesuits on the International Space yeah, Station. Yeah, because boobs. Yes, exactly. So, like, let's hope they're doing better they're with like, one point six oh, billion. Oh, you need lady suits. Forget it. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's news it. All right. Headline number four. Alyssa Milano explains why the time is now for a sex strike. The time is now. F- oh, yes. This is like a it's Alyssa Milano and it's a sex strike. So it's a political story. So, you know, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And then finally, is cannabis the next recycling nightmare? Interesting. Uh, you know what? Let's news it. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so the only thing that you've lost is the woman this who was separated from her, and her newborn baby? by a bagel. I, so apparently no one cares about this woman being separated from her baby. I'm, I'm actually concerned that the, the real thought is that no one cares about this baby who's been separated from its mother. You know what? Here, have a bagel. Suck on this bagel. Exactly. The baby will be fine. (laughs) Okay. So that is what we will be newsing. Alyssa Milano explaining why we need a sex strike. Gossiping could be good for you. NASA raising $1.6 billion to send a woman to the moon. And why cannabis is the next recycling nightmare. Yes. That sounds uh, like a a robust. Fun-filled hour. A a robust, uh, (laughs) fun-filled news segment. Yeah. Um, We've got so much more stuff coming up. My dad is not coming back on the show. Um, One thing and, we have not coming up. Exactly, yes. Uh, and then uh, Kendrick Sampson um, just got here into the green room, which is pretty cool. We're going to be talking to him about uh, his show, his new social justice initiative, all that stuff. Um, all that's coming up right here on Drop the Subject on the new channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. Okay, let's quickly get into this Alyssa Milano story before we officially get into News at okay? We're doing like a, like a pre-News at This is a pre-News Yeah, okay. Yeah. A pre-News <laughs> Yeah, I, without getting too graphic. Okay, so you know something about this Alyssa Milano uh, cause that she's all of a sudden coming out with. I think she started talking about this yesterday, right? And this is in response to the Georgia anti-abortion Yeah ban that was passed and she all of a sudden has come out with this thing saying all right ladies let's get in formation let's get in formation (laughs) and stop having sex now is the time and until this heartbeat bill gets rectified we are going to refrain from any sexual activity right um, it has not been getting the best response. There are people who are like, you know what? We have been fighting for our rights to take ownership of our own bodies for a while now. So why are we then kind of going to this extreme yeah. by not giving ourselves pleasure? So, yeah, this idea of, of a sex strike to be able to really like move the needle. Like, first of all, I don't understand what the actual goal is, like, because this has already been signed into law. So it's like. What what is what is the actual goal here? Like tactically, like what are we aiming for? Um, I, I I get the idea of like the women's liberation piece of it, I guess, but it also seems like it more so punishes women than it does like really helping. That's them. what I think. Some of the women are upset about. Yeah. They're like, why do I have to punish myself for this? Maybe they're just trying to get all the guys horny and angry. I guess. And they're like, just change the law back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So maybe that will happen. That will happen in the Georgia Assembly, I'm sure, (laughs) yes. Uh, (laughs) When we come back, we've got more newsing it uh, and all of that we lost, I guess, and and not doing the story about the bagel and the baby. So all of that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Channel Q. Drop the subject. The song continues. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. As Bill started throwing her headphones. What's up? Oh, God, get off. You know, I do have training. Yeah. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, we're hanging with you today. Thank you for hanging with us. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word. Please tell people about us. That would really be helpful. Even just following us on Twitter and Instagram is very helpful as well, at DTS Show, or following the station as a whole, at We Are Channel Q. To be clear, if you liked what you're hearing in me losing that game... You don't have to count on ever hearing that again, so just want to be clear. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a reprise of family food, <laughs> unless you have other we'll siblings We'll bring your mom parents. in. Oh, yeah. We'll bring your mom My in. mom would not give a crap about the game at yeah. all. Okay. She- <laughs> She'll- 
We'll, we'll she'd be like, I don't know. I'm on my phone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm on my phone. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. News it or lose it. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I would venture to say that talking crap about people is usually frowned upon in this world we're living in, even though pretty much everybody does it. I was going to say, public facing at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, But scientific evidence has shown that it actually helps coworkers bond. That's not the, this new oh. stu- study, but that is something that came out a couple weeks ago. I could see that. Gossiping in general, at least in my opinion, is a dying art. Is Thanks- it? Yes, I think so, because of the technological age. If I go home and I tell my wife, did you hear that Todd had a, ba- a second baby? She's like, yeah, I did. Oh, because of social media. Right. Okay, that's what you're saying. gossip has now gotten super boring because even if I'm telling somebody about my stupid day, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know. I saw that on your story. And I'm like, okay. And then we just go back to not speaking. (laughs) So it's really not very fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you kind of just confirm things that that you've already seen on social media. But I think that the, did you hear thing is pretty much dead because of if you're on social media I, I get that I think that's a fair a fair assumption right so it makes me happy to report that gossiping at least I heard is good for you <laughs> social psychology social social psychological and personality science found that we spend 52 minutes every day engaging in gossip I would imagine for people like you and I it's more than that. I was going to say, I, I mean... I think it's two hours a day geez, between the hours of 12 and 2 Pacific it's, Standard Time. That's literally the job, yeah. Mm-hmm. The study found that the majority of the gossip that we share is harmless, so it actually is kind of a bonding experience. It's mostly neutral information that doesn't paint anybody in a particularly bad light. Interesting. Okay. Although negative gossip can hurt those at the center of it, it is you a practice... You don't say. It, <laughs> It actually can lead to self-reflection. Oh. For example, if you heard, Jarrett thinks he knows everything about food, but he really doesn't. And he (laughs) couldn't even name one song that has food and drink in the title. I'm shaking my head like I'm a basic bitch. (laughs) And then you're going to be upset about that, but then you're going to self-reflect and write your little journal tonight. Oh my God, maybe I don't know that much about food. I'm going to need to look up all these facts about meatloaf and come to work tomorrow informed. This is a direct result of DirecTV now taking Food Network off of my cable plan. (laughs) Is this, so is that what this is about? Sorry, it's a major bone of contention right now. (laughs) Okay, great. I don't want to go into it. So, uh, you know, if a coworker is complaining about the fact that you're lazy or something like that, you might feel awful, but then you will surely monitor your work performance more closely. Interesting. Interesting, right? Okay. Moving so, on. So gossip's not all bad. Gossip's not all bad. Uh, gossip Girl, though, is bad. <laughs> okay. NASA is requesting an additional $1.6 billion in funding for next year to accelerate its manned mission to the moon by 2024. And by manned, I mean womaned, because this will send a woman to the moon. Do we we pronounce woman that way now? Woman. 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 (laughs) I think that men would listen. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm just going to highlight the more important syllable there that's what hillary did wrong she didn't say (laughs) woman woman i'm the first woman president 
So this, uh, they revealed this, I think, today, and the agency revealed that the titled mission will be called Artemis. And I think that I would like to pitch a different name, because Artemis, I think, is a dude name, isn't it? And if we're going to have a woman going to the moon, why don't we do Aphrodite or Ophelia or some kind of a lady name? Artemis is a goddess in Greek mythology. I'm a dummy. I literally, don't feel dumb, because I literally Googled it the moment you said it. I was like, wait, what? Uh, Artemis is a goddess of Greek mythology. She is one of 12 Olympians. She's a daughter of Zeus and Leto. She's a twin sister of Apollo. <laughs> Wait, Zeus and Leno? Leto. Oh. Leto. <laughs> like Jared Leto. <laughs> And Jay Leno, yes. I'm going to put lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, she's a twin sister to Apollo. Artemis is the goddess of hunting wild animals in the wilderness. Oh, well, there you go. Who knew? And then vape pens are here to stay. This is another thing, is that recycling vape pens is becoming a real issue. So they're trying to find ways that you can drop off the batteries, similar to like a Best Buy situation where you drop off old phones oh. and things like that. How cool is that? everyone's vaping, and we need to find a way to recycle that properly. I love that. Okay, well, coming up... Um, we are going to be talking to Kendrick Sampson from Insecure and The Flash. He's got a brand new social justice initiative that is going to be launching here tomorrow. It's going to be really exciting. So we're going to talk to him and we've got more to talk about even at the end of the show. There's a whole lot more. We've got a whole another hour for you. So you're not going to miss it. You're listening to Drop the Subject right here on Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. Okay, the show continues. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. I'm Allie Johnson. Jared Hill is with me. And now, who has joined us in studio but Kendrick Sampson from Insecure, How to Get Away with Murder, Vampire Diaries. The list goes on and on. Please. we got to get you some more jobs. Yeah, well, (laughs) you you are definitely not one of the, what is it, 3.4% of people who are unemployed? Low. Yeah, no, yeah. he's definitely working. You are definitely employed. Sir. Yes. Well, technically, well, I'm always unemployed. Well, you're an actor, so yes. <laughs> you're <yeah>. freelancing. <laughs> Depending on how you look at it, right. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to start something. I'm going to start out by saying something that Jarrett told me not to bring up to you. Okay. And at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that you were going to be joining us. And I said, you know, as a gay lady, people like to ask me if I was going to go straight for anybody. Oh, God. Who would I go straight for? This is what you're talking and about. And I said, Kendrick Sampson would be somebody I would absolutely go straight for because I, you are a beautiful man. And I can appreciate that as a gay woman. So I, I just wanted I to that. I just wanted to get your blessing on that because he was like, I wouldn't bring that up. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a compliment. It is. I, as as the fellow light-skinned black man in the room, I'm going red for you, so it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. That is flattering. Thank you. Yes, you've had a very successful career, and you also are an activist. And I just wanted to, I mean, I think about award shows nowadays and how there are people that are, you know, thanking, I mean, they're they're basically accepting awards and then also getting into a cause or using their platform making to... Making a statement. Yeah, making a statement about, uh, like I think most recently was was the Bill, Billboard Music Awards mm-hmm. and um, the guy Dan from Imagine Dragons used his platform to talk about uh, gay conversion, conversion therapy, therapy and things like that. And is that something, I mean, as you, you are an activist, how long have you considered yourself to be an activist as an actor? I mean, you've been acting for some time now but when was the transition moment for you when you decided you know what i i need to be using this to say something more um i've always i I always say that i have no idea so i'll preface it with that i don't know but i realized in stages um that it wasn't ever really a a point that i was like 
you know, this is what it needs to be. It's just kind of how I've always operated, and I don't know where it came from. I think my dad, you know, grew up in rural Louisiana, super rural Louisiana, <laughs> swamps. I was going to say, that's uh, like extra rural? Yeah, okay. extra, okay. extremely rural. Um, in segregation, you know, uh, and didn't have voting rights when he turned 18 and, you know, has seen crazy things. He was also orphaned and, you know, went through foster care system. He picked cotton, um, called the foster parents master. You know, it was he's he's been through a ridiculous amount of of uh, trauma. My mom grew up in segregated uh, Texas um, on the border of Louisiana. Her I mean, my uncle, her little brother died of AIDS. Like he, she had to deal with a lot of things. Mm. Um, Marrying a black man, being in an interracial relationship uh, in the South when it wasn't popular. So I think all of that has been bred into me and um, whether it was intentional or not. And um, my parents were like, my dad had me watching Roots really early. I didn't realize until I was an adult that I still I still have mm. his voice playing in my head. He sure. would never let me say the N-word he, yeah. because of what it meant to him. Um, so throughout my life, you know, I've admired people like Fannie Lou Hamer and, um, you know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Um, so it was always going to be Harriet natural for you Tubman. to be able to do this work and to always have use of the voice. I, that's just like what I've, you. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm, you know, drawn to stories and storytelling and the stories I'm always thinking about those stories, like the stories of liberation. Those are the most compelling, uh, even, you know, when you add like a fantasy element to it and all that, like it, whatever the 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 story is, I want it to mean something. I'm, I'm drawn to those that have a, a, a purpose and um, a message of liberation in some in some way. Um, so you use that also in your career to choose what next projects Whatever. you want to do and things like that. Playing nuanced roles of people of color, uplifting nuanced uh, stories of people of color, uh, being a part of that yeah. um, is huge for me. I've I've looked at that since I started acting in, in middle school. Yeah. Um, I turned down my first audition because I thought it was not... Uh, I thought it was perpetuating negative stereotypes. Wow. So it wasn't like, you know, it's not something necessarily new or something that I decided. When I decided to get more so into grassroots activism was after Eric Garner. Um, uh, I had already been posting stuff and I felt like, you know, I didn't want pe- I didn't want to get a lot of backlash and I didn't want people to think that I was an angry black man and all of that stuff and um, a lot of the stuff that I was I didn't want to portray on television um, and film and then I thought about it and I'm like I am angry and I'm black and I'm a man <laughs> um, and I can be all those things at one right, time right. Yeah. I can be those things and I should be and um, if my silence and trying to placate other people is causing people like Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland and a lot of these people to go unnoticed or to have lack of pressure on leaders to change that or whatever, then I'm contributing to the problem. So I decided to be more vocal and upfront and bold about my activism. Well, that's a, a good way to transition into bold power. We'll talk about that um, and a little bit more about your career when we take this quick break. We're going to come back more with Kendrick Sampson on Drop the Subject right here on Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. 
Drop the Subject. Okay, Drop the Subject on the new channel Q, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill, and we are hanging out with Kendrick Sampson, who has stopped by, and you smell amazing. <laughs> Would you stop flirting with okay, him? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't feel this way very often. I think Jeez. he felt safe knowing that he was coming to talk to a lesbian, and my God. <laughs> I thought this was going to be more like This is like not Ellen. a safe space. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, just turned kidding. very rosy Tom Cruise in here. Um, okay, so Kendrick... When was your? When did you feel like you got your big break? Because I saw you for the first time on How to Get Away with Murder. What was like your your big break, and, and what was that like for you? You know, I always say that I have uh, my big break comes in stages. I because some people would say several, it was insecure. Yeah, right. Okay. I've had several big breaks, um, and you know, I think every show or cast that I join, they're like breakout role, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, thanks. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I've I've broken out into another level. Sure, um, I guess, but. Um, you know, there was Vampire Diaries and then there was, you know, I think a new caliber of project with these like Oscar winners and everything with Grace Point that a lot of people didn't see. But I, I felt it, that it was, was underappreciated. We'll call it. Right. Right. <laughs> it sure. was. I actually sure. read the I was interning at an, a cast or a, I can't remember. It was like a talent agency or something. And they were like, here, read this. And I read it, and it was Grace Point, and I was like, "This is really good." Yeah. And then it became a, it was like straight to series mm-hmm. thing, and I was like, "This is going to be a huge show." Yeah, and it no. was a really good show. I don't know why. Like mm. some shows, you just never know. It's I, like when we were talking off the air. You read a script that you're like, "This is awesome," and you can get excited about it. Yeah. But even if it is exciting, and even even if it should be, doesn't mean it will be. It's yeah. just that's just how it is. Yeah, that was my first series regular role with like Anna Gunn and David Tennant, Nick Nolte, Michael Pena, Virginia. It had like this amazing cast. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there was How to Get Away with Murder. Murder, right. And then there was Flash and um, and Insecure, of course. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've just, I've been blessed to have and to be able to portray these diverse characters, um, these nuanced versions of, of uh, man of color. Um, even, you know, getting to play a British dude on Showtime on White Famous and, um, and, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to see the break. Yeah, I get that. Because I'm like, I think we were talking about just before, like right before uh, the show that, you know, as soon as I book something, I'm on to the next project. I'm like, okay, what's my next project right. going to be? Or I've got all these other social justice things that I'm doing, and I'm like, I have to focus on these. Yeah, things. you're just grinding and hustling. Yeah, because that's the li- that's the life. That's what it is. <laughs> you is, know, yeah. it does. I think that when you reach the point where you can read a script and be like, I'd like to do this. That's that's a good moment in your yeah, career. Good spot. I mean, where you can kind of be picky about but he what said you. He turned down his first audition too. Yeah. So there's right. that. I've I've been <laughs> I I have been. So um, having ethics, moral <laughs> ethics. Exactly, okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, I mean, I've been turning down auditions since I started, and you know, my agents ain't been happy about that. They've been like, "Who do you think you are?" And yeah. I'm like, "Well, I have a set of morals and a set of and and, and a certain vision that I want to see manifested in the world, and I can't be a part of. Like, you're not my agent. Isn't going to be the name." on you know that role or the, or the face that exactly they see. Yeah, at the end of the day like, it's I you i can't believe right. their agent put them in there it's gonna be i can't believe kendrick did that you know and i have even if nobody sees it my soul has to deal with the, working on that project and compromising my morals so i've always been very adamant about about you know 
sticking to that. I think that's something that's probably heightened being in various different intersections um, and, and the pla- the different uh, intersections that you represent and feeling like uh, if you take on like a social responsibility, I don't think it's inherent to everyone, but I think you tend to find that in all of the different ways that you work and wanting to make sure that your voice is being used in a way that's of value and, and making a difference. It seems like that's always been something important for you. Yeah, uh, I honestly, I actually believe everyone on this earth that are, if they don't know their purpose, I'm going to reveal it to them right now. Oh, I think oh, it's please. to be okay. what do we need our brothers Soul and for? sisters keeper. I think that is what we're here to do yeah. to make sure that we leave the earth better than we found it, to leave people better than we found them, situations better than we found them, the earth better than we found it um, or her. And I think that, you know, that is extremely important um, for all of us to understand that our, we're here to seek out the most vulnerable in the room and uplift that person to make sure that they are protected and okay. Um, so it is, I think, inherent in all of us. I really do. Yeah. Um, but whether we choose to and how we choose to go about that is 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 the decision. So that is a good segue into what you're doing right now. You have a new initiative called Bold Power that is launching on Thursday here in Los Angeles. Uh, talk to us about what Bold Power is and why you started it. So literally, you know, we wanted to figure out how to build power within our communities and how... Um, I get a lot of people that ask me to, you know, uh, sit down to coffee and like talk about social justice and how you go about this and how do you deal with your agents and such. And I finally was like, you know, working with a guy, Mike De La Rocha and um, Tia Osho on some of these trainings with um, influencers, actors, athletes, um, uh, people with platforms, social media influencers or filmmakers or whatever, that we would set up this training with a policy advisor, a peer, um, a policy expert, an educator, uh, organizer, an activist, and break down power structures and all that kind of stuff and what it looks like to deconstruct. And 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 I find we finally said, let's formalize this. And so that's how Build Power came about, literally to build power. It's, you know, what it sounds like. Um, and... Uh, Essentially, it's two different. It has two different elements: trainings and community, a place to um, make sure that all this radical hate that we have going on in the world, um, people have all of them have these safe spaces to imagine. You know, zero tolerance policies and Muslim bans and cages, putting children yeah, just- in cages, handcuffs. Somebody imagined slavery. All of that stuff. Janiya mm. Future Khan is an amazing activist that always talks about this. We have to have safe spaces where we can imagine radical love how to counter all that radical hate, right? So this is a space to foster that imagination and how we bring those solutions into the world. A safe space to imagine uh, where a place where everybody has a home, where we prioritize mental health um, over police, you know, in our schools. Um, and that's what we look at security as. That's so beautiful. That's really, really dope. We're going to uh, take a quick break. When we come back, more with Kendrick Sampson. And Ali's got a giveaway for you before we get out of here that is going to give you tickets to Life is Beautiful. All those things are coming up. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back in just a few minutes. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, Kendrick Sampson is hanging with us in studio today from Insecure, How to Get Away with Murder, and many, many more. And we were just... 
rudely interrupted by commercials when we were talking about your exciting new movement. Uh, <laughs> people want to give us money. Stop yeah. it. Stop selling airtime, <laughs> exactly. you salespeople. Uh, so tell us a little more about Build Power. What kind of exciting things do you have coming up? You have the launch on Thursday, right? We have the launch on Thursday, which will be really dope. Um, it'll have a short program of really some really amazing speakers, experts in social justice and um and we're launching uh, or releasing the AB392 um, PSA that we produced with some really dope people. Um, and what some- is that? AB392 is a uh, a bill that's on the table. It's a police use of force bill, the most progressive one in the nation right now, that um, would change the use of force from reasonable to necessary to make sure that police um, exhaust all other options before they resort to lethal force, to killing, um, which is really necessary and it would hold them criminally liable, which is, this is um, something a that, big improvement. This is something that really, um, a major conversation started about this after Sandra Bland in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm pretty close with that family and like knowing that they've worked really hard to be able to get like de-escalation yeah. um, uh, training into different police offices, yeah. um, police departments, I should say. How difficult has that has that work been and um, trying to like advocate for that? Well, there was a bill, the same AB3 Last year, that was the same bill, but not as strong. Um, And, you know, unions invested all of this money to defeat that bill. Um, 1421 uh, went through because of a great organizing effort on, uh, you know, with credit to Black Lives Matter, um, which was their first bill. Um, I don't know how you remember all these numbers. I got to say, you got to have a name to, to, I mean, geez. Well, when you work on them so long. Oh, no, I know that. 1420, I'm like, man, can you get a catchphrase here? That was a transparency (laughs) bill. Um, uh, But... It ended up uh, coming back this year stronger and and with a, a hu- huge coalition. And Shirley Weber is such an amazing. She's the most progressive assembly member we have. Black woman, daughter of sharecroppers, who is taking no L this time. You know, <laughs> and she's uh, taking names too. Yeah. So she's it, it's it's been really cool um, how it's gone about, but it is very hard to pass. Um, but it should be voted on soon, and um, the PSA should help. We have people like Luke James who came out, and uh, Melina Abdullah of uh, Black Lives Matter, and um, Alice Corley, whose uh, son was killed by police, and um, Alyssa Milano, and um, just Chantal Tui. These really, really awesome people. Vic Mensa came in and lended his name to it. So there's some some it's a really powerful PSA and that's our first PSA that we produced under Build Power. Um, and we'll be showing that at the launch as well. One thing I really love that I think I've heard you say before is that like obviously a lot of these conversations are tough conversations to have, but you've said you don't need to be an expert. No to be talking about this stuff and it's not necessarily about here's what's I mean obviously we know what's right and what's wrong in this case specifically but just to be able to have these conversations is important in and of itself just to open up and take the walls down and be like why don't we just all have an honest open conversation and that will also thrust us forward you know in a in a in a new way because i think people are afraid of talking about these things because they don't want to say something wrong or do something wrong and so it's important to i mean the the space that you're creating is a space where people can literally have open dialogues about these things and just learn more yeah i mean 
when you, especially when you are have media attention right. so and a platform so you know Deontay and Jim at work discuss online through Twitter you know the, the thing that they disagree on everybody's like oh they had an argument right. yesterday and then they move on yeah if Deontay and Jim are have media attention, then all of a sudden they've made a statement yeah. on some th- some matter, and now it's a controversy, and it's written about, and all of that. So it's especially uh, uh, tense and and frightening um, for people who have platforms. So that's why I wanted to create a safe space in training and making sure they could ask whatever questions they feel right, are that's stupid, a, that's amazing, or whatever. It's you know off the record, you know, yeah. and then and then to have a, a place of community so it doesn't feel like we're so siloed because we have to work so much but they can always come back to this safe space and this community and have those discussions and be like okay but what does this really look like and what's a practical way to go about it and bounce ideas off of every, uh, of each other so that they're not feeling like that um and 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 that is a big part of like the way we have to stop talking about like for example Public safety. We're taught that public safety equals law enforcement, mm-hmm. right? Everywhere we go, we're like public safety equals law enforcement. But when you go into these really nice palisades and you know Beverly Hills, it's hard to find a police car. It's hard to find a police station. It's like where is it? I don't know. You know, but you see them all over the place in the hood. If that was if that were the case, then in the hood, that would be the most safe right. space to be. By that like, logic. Let's all go to the Absolutely. hood to be safe, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's not. Um, what what public safety is is jobs, healthcare. Um, education, education, a good education, health access to health care and um, and homes. Yeah. You know what? So what does that look and bacon. like? Bacon. Sorry. Can I add bacon? Absolutely. I bacon mean, makes everybody say yes. um, <laughs> makes everybody say. I guess I have. To, I guess vegans I would probably yeah. <laughs> disagree with me. Not true. But um, <laughs> but, um, but it is. But, you know, where do we have a place to imagine that type of radical love where our leaders actually prioritize that and define that as public safety, huge investments in great education and health care and making sure everybody has health care in a home. Yeah. Um, and jobs. Jobs. That is public safety. That's what makes us safe. Where do we, you know, make sure that we have more counselors and therapists in our school than than cops? You know, yeah. what type of world does that look like? I, I, Sustainable food for our kids. There's you know? this conversation with with presidential candidates about reparations, and I'm like, a check is not going to be enough. Like a check right. would be so uh, would be so insulting to all of the problems that have that have stemmed from slavery right. that have to do with finance and have to do with social justice that have to do with education have to do with housing. Like, don't give me a check for twenty thousand no. dollars. Like, change our communities and make them better. Exactly. Um, um, so, okay, tell people where they can find more about Build Power and how they can get involved if they're not here in the L.A. area. Yeah, so uh, we're on Instagram as BLDPWR, um, Build Power. That's actually our logo, and everything says BLD. Oh, see, it's got a T-shirt right yeah. there. BLDPWR. Yes. He's um, rubbing his chest. It's yes, P- that's right. com is our website, BLDPWR. And, and um, tell people where they can find you. Kendrick38. That's my handle on everything. K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-3-8. Thank you for stopping by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Thank you you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on Build Power. Um, We're looking forward to seeing that launch on Thursday and all the good work that will come out of it. Allie, that's Ah. our time. Go to We Are Channel Q. You can enter to win tickets, VIP tickets to the Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas and a flyaway trip to attend New York City Pride. Thanks for hanging with us. We will see you tomorrow for a brand new live show. Keep up with the show at DTS Show. Until then, bye-bye. See you later.